this is this is another reason Jess is on this podcast because I am like you, Leo. They, this game doesn't really tickle my pickle that much. It, you know, <laughs> you, you, uh, you didn't even have to start, Jess. He's already started. Yeah, I didn't even <laughs> talk about the wieners because you know what wasn't erect while I played this game. Just wasn't maybe a semi here and there, but no, I just wasn't erect. Welcome to the Good Games Podcast. My name is James. I'm Leo. I'm Justin. And I'm Jesse. Oh! Hey. Oh shit! We got another guest. It is my oh. wife, Jess. Hello, Jess. Hi, husband. Hi. Hi, wife. <laughs> Wait. Hi. Uh, this wife. sounds like the most unauthentic <laughs> greeting between man and wife. Hello. <laughs> Can't you see our natural married chemistry? What? <laughs> Yeah. Hello, wife. Hello, husband. Hello. Uh, Special Jess, guest, my wife. <laughs> Jess and I have been playing Hyrule Warriors: Age of Clam Titties, and uh, <laughs> she's going to join us to help discuss the game and her favorite Zelda character. She, like Justin, is also a Zelda super fan. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's. Are you not a Zelda s- super fan, James? I, I, I always. That was thought, a very high pitched. <laughs> Um, I always thought I was a Zelda super fan, and then I met Justin, and I was like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. not really, I guess. Yeah. Well, no, see, I think you met Justin, and then you met me, and then you heard Justin and I just, like, fucking get yeah. into it over Zelda. And not in, like, an argument way, but, like, in a, like, we were trying to figure out what size Link's belly button went kind of way. Like, just <laughs> yeah. very, we're too in-depth. <laughs> there was a very, but Leo, you don't even know this, there was, like, a very, very early pilot episode of this podcast filmed with Jess and Justin and I was hoping it would run maybe 15-20 minutes and they talked about Zelda for like an hour and a half. It was supposed to be our top five it was a a top five thing and we just kept ranting on and James was like Jesus you guys gotta move on to the next subject. None of this is usable We We were just talking about Zelda for a hundred years I completely forgot about that until you mentioned it. Yeah, that was the earliest pilot idea for this podcast. <laughs> that's when that's when James realized he needed me to like just rein everybody in because I'm like, all right, guys, enough Thanks. about Zelda. Yeah, <laughs> never enough about Zelda. And for anybody watching the video, I'm going to give you because the camera doesn't face the right way, so I'm going to give you a little demo here. Oh. What? Of what? Oh. Of all the oh, shit. Oh my god. I got a, like a whole shrine. Pretty much, yeah. like, there's shit here. There's all that stuff. Is I'm, I'm, do you I'm, have a do you have a, a Zelda tattoo, Raymond? No, not yet. Speaking That's, of Zelda tattoos, I'm sure I'm sure you have one. Oh, yeah, yep, right there. Nice. I'm just okay. definitely. I'm just for you, a little shoulder blade for you. Very nice. I'm very definitely sexy. scared of tattoos. That's just like, well, I'm not scared. Really? Is that the problem now? Because like I can hook you up with somebody. No, I know. I know yeah, people. it's not that I'm scared. It's just. It's like I keep contemplating. It's like what what not, I want to do. Ready to jump off the deep end, right? Well, I knew a guy who uh, who I forgot where I really knew him from, but I knew some guy who had the most badass Whoa. like Triforce tattoo with those like all these different colors and stuff. It was like if the Triforce was made out of like some weird alloy, you know, that was like picking up all the colors of the rainbow on it. It was like pretty badass. Jesus. Uh, yeah, it was huge too. It took up like his whole forearm and like all this art around his arm and stuff. So go with that. You know, you know what, you though? My Zelda tattoo is actually something that, like, I don't regret it. It's a beautiful tattoo, but it was one of the strangest tattoo experiences I've ever had because you have to lay there. She's 
you know, my tattoo artist is working on my shoulder and I can't move. I'm not supposed to move. I'm just looking off to the right. And then she just starts talking because she sees I have Harry Potter tattoos. She starts talking about how much she wanted Harry and Draco to fuck. And I can't go anywhere. I just have to lay there. Right. Just getting tattooed. I'm like, well, I better not say anything she doesn't like because yeah. she'll turn this into a butthole real fast. Like, oh, boy. She's <laughs> whispering sweet nothings into your neck about Harry Potter. It was awful. She was just like, yeah. yeah, like, I just, I really thought they'd end up together. And I was like, from what fucking book? Like, I just couldn't say anything. <laughs> I just had to take it. So, like, for two hours, I was just listening to her talk about this. And mm. I haven't gone back. But... Mm. <laughs> So speaking of Harry and Draco fucking, oh. how many enemies did you fuck over in uh, a Legend of Hyrule like, titties Age of, of Clam Titties? Yeah. I can't remember what the name of this game is. It is a bit of a weird <laughs> name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, the entire premise of this game. So okay, uh, I, I usually like to start with an overview of what the game is, just in case somebody tuned in and has no idea what any of this is. So this is both. This is both a sequel and a prequel. It is a sequel to the original Wii U Hyrule Warriors, which in itself is a spin-off of the Dynasty Warriors series in which um, you usually play as like one overpowered dude who just mows down legions and legions of of like very uh, simple enemies, right? Like that you you just the enemies are like little bowling pins that you knock over. <laughs> Um, it's really so, a ball. Yeah, this game. is, a, it's really this is. is a sequel to the uh, Hyrule Warriors game on the Wii U, but it is also a prequel to uh, Breath of the Wild. So it is uh, the events of the Great War in Breath of the Wild that took place, you know, 100 years in the past, which all the flashback scenes keep going back to. Yeah, that is that Great War that you are playing out in Age of Clam Titties. Uh, and that's kind of the premise of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I have now, sort of a love-hate relationship with, like, ex-warrior games. There's, there's Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors and now yeah. Hyrule Warriors. Like, I don't not like them, but they're just a little sort of repetitive for me. Yeah, yeah. And Press X to win. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't really get into them too deeply. Like, they're fun, but, like, not enough to, like, get my attention very long, so. Uh, no, yeah, it, it it's it's kind of, you know... It's kind of straightforward. You just there's just lots of bad guys, and you just got to kill them all. Yeah. And you can just mash your way through this game if you really want to. But there's like really cool combos and like extra damage and stuff you can do if you really experiment with the combo paths for each character. And you know every character has super moves, and all the characters have slightly different play styles, which is fun to experiment with the different characters to see who you like. But yeah, at the end of the day, you're it you're kind of this all-powerful super soldier that's just mowing down everything in your path and i don't really find that kind of gameplay that interesting right. but uh i would like to hear the flip side of that coin from yes. either justin or jess the people who really enjoy this this type of thing so sell me on it as people who like zelda games which are really a lot more about sort of an action adventure rpg sort of thing sell me on why this game you know why you have a love for this game so we're talking about, you know, this OP super soldier concept. You're fucking the hero of time. What do you want? Do you want to not be a super soldier and also be Link? Like, you can't do that. That's well, the first problem. Breath of the Wild is, you know, you're pretty weak yeah. for most of it. 
Well, I mean, you yeah. do start out in your underwear. I, listen, no <laughs> one's good. No one's good coming out of a hangover, okay? Nobody's good coming Fair out. Point. Fair 100 point. A hundred-year hangover. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, you are kind of waking up in the cave randomly or whatever. Yeah, like you just wake up. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, was just, he was just dipped into alcohol. He was soaking in alcohol for a very long right. time. He was just in a fucking vat of absolute, and it was not a good time. Um, that would suck. <laughs> oh, just thinking about that makes me queasy. But no, so like, like James was saying, there is you know a little more nuance to, to, than just press X to win. Um, you can pull off a lot of but a lot of different combos, a lot of different things. But the other thing that I think it captures really well is that excitement of. You know, when you're playing a battle in Zelda, especially like Ocarina of Time or Breath of the Wild, just that action, just the the constant row, the constant, you know, pushing down through these things, you get that, like a whole game of just that. So there's not as many puzzles and stuff like that, but you do get a lot of the combat. So for someone who maybe isn't super big on the Zelda puzzles, this might be a better alternative because then they can just crush all the bad guys. And sometimes that's all you want to do. Like, there have been, while we were playing this game, one of my favorite things to do was just mow down a bunch of people because it made me feel better. <laughs> like, it was just like, oh, I killed them all. It's, it's like the GTA what? kind of feeling where sure. you just yeah. plow down a bunch of people and it kind of just gives you that, you know, it's not real. You know, it's, you know, over-exaggerated, but it just, it's just satisfying. Yeah, it definitely, there is definitely like an endorphin release. Like, ah, this is very pleasing. Just stress relief, yeah. Killing yeah. hundreds yeah. and hundreds of people is just like, ah. I don't know yeah. how heavy we want to get into spoilers, but there was, James had a very, a great moment uh, about, we're about midway through the game and stuff like that, I think. What, what do you think, midway? Yeah. Uh, midway. I have no idea. I don't know how long this game is. I, I don't, we're not that far into it. Um, I say midway, he says not that far, it's whatever. Uh, but we just unlocked Hestu, and one of Hestu's moves is he just fucking flails his arms in the air, shakes his maracas, and just marches forward and just plows through people. <laughs> and it was James' favorite thing. Like, he, yeah. I, he was like, I'm playing Hestu was, every time! I was never not doing that. It was very satisfying. Yeah. 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 yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of that. Just that, like you said, the endorphin rush of I'm parading through this gaggle of monsters with my fucking maracas. Yeah, yeah. And they throw like, an occasional over. strong enemy at you that you have to kind of strategize. True, true. And, they're, they're, yeah, yeah. There's and sometimes they, they'll monsters, they'll throw like yeah. three of them at you, so you have to be like, all right, how do I coordinate this, or how do I kind of do I run away a little bit and then have one come after me? You know, you kind of, and it's a big battlefield. That that's the other thing. Um, one of the things I like about this game also, not just the, the endorphin from killing a bunch of things, but it is, I believe Nintendo actually, well, the Zelda team pretty much like monitored this game. They said like, you're making like a prequel, prequel, sequel, whatever this is to Breath of the Wild. And, you know, we're going to give you all the assets. We're going to give you all the stuff. And we're going to keep a watchful eye on you making this game because we want it to actually be you know, part of the storyline where, you know, the previous Hyrule Warriors um, was not really storyline. It was just kind of just a random thing that the team came up with. And Nintendo was like, eh, that's fine. But like, this is actual like connection to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And so the like, story... if you, if you like Breath of the Wild, this is definitely like a 
a game to get into because the story is kind of it's kind of weird, but it, you know it it, it kind of gets you into the the past and it's nice to see everything the way it was. Yeah. Yes, it's nice to see the dynamics. It's nice to see young Impa. She's adorable. Mm. I die for her. Um, you know, but just it's really cool to see those different things, and also, also getting to control the guardians. Mm. Mm. Oh, you're okay. That's good. I love that. Yeah. I will say that I think I, I, you mean the divine beasts, right? Divine beasts. Right. I do that all the, the big old things, right? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. 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 You guys know I I do that all the time. Like for a while, I was just constantly interchanging them. So yeah, didn't I want a bunch of like sorry, go ahead. didn't didn't want a bunch of like Zelda fans being like, ah, the divine beast. <laughs> you got it wrong. They will. They definitely will. Um, I I will say that I think like in terms of these types of warrior games or whatever ex warrior games, the concept of being able to play in the Zelda world. Um, and learn a little bit more about that history that's sort of alluded to in Breath of the Wild. That's probably the most appealing part about this game for me. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I totally, I totally, totally get that. Totally get that. And the story so, is. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm still surprised. Like Justin was saying, the story is kind of weird. Like you can tell it's kind of going to go like a you know X Warriors game sort of op. <laughs> yeah. it's gonna it's gonna go up its own ass pretty fast here but at the same time it really is adding a lot of detail like there is a lot of things like you get to see the villages and stuff around the castle before they were destroyed and things mm. like that like getting a glimpse into the past and seeing that there were people living here that there were you know this wasn't just link and ruins it was a bunch of things is really cool go ahead james oh i was just gonna say um so one thing i will say about this is uh, it is very fun. We, uh, Jess and I have been playing this cooperatively, split screen, uh, which is cool. Uh, you get to both be gigantic super soldiers and both mow over, you know, hundreds of dudes, which I, I would imagine, I don't know how they balance it, but it seems like it would just make the game go faster because you're able to, you know, split up and tackle objectives independently. Uh, but one side effect of that is uh, it, the frame rate of the game takes a gigantic shit. Mm. I don't know. Have you have any had any frame rate issues with this, Justin? Um, only on certain parts where it okay. seemed like there were a lot of enemy spawns. But yeah. it's, it wasn't anything crazy, and I'm not yeah. playing cooperatively. Oh, yeah, it, split screen was definitely not optimized very well. Uh, yeah, it, when there's a lot of enemies on screen, split screen, you can it turns into a slideshow, and you can start counting the frames. Especially yeah. when James tries to light the switch on fire by summoning as many Koroks as he possibly can. <laughs> right. <It's> well, just... <laughs> yeah, because Hestu, one of his moves is just summon more Koroks, so you just spawn in even more dudes into the map, and then it, it's just chaos. So James is doing is just like, two frames per second! <laughs> <laughs> Putting the engine to the test. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, awful. hopefully they they figure it out and optimize it. But I mean, like again, even thinking back to like the Wii U and stuff with Hyrule Warriors, it was with that many like little characters being spawned and getting hit, and like they all have hit boxes. Like that's that's gotta take that's gotta tax a little bit, you know. Especially yeah. when they they're also using the Breath of the Wild assets and trying to keep that all that shading and stuff, you know, in place and keep everything as three D as possible. So. I mean, I'd imagine, you know, when there's a certain amount of shit going on on the screen, it's very taxing. And, you know, the Switch isn't the most 
powerful thing in the world. So I don't know. At yeah. least, at least though, now it's online. So now they could be like, hey, we we made the frame rates better by compressing a couple things. So we're pushing a, an update. Now it's better. It kind of, you know, yeah. at least yeah. we have that opportunity now, which has happened a couple times with a few games that have been not so great with frame rates. You know, the the developers go, eh, let's we can make this sacrifice and that sacrifice and make it be- run better. So at least we now have that opportunity where we never had that before with any Nintendo system, really. So. Right, right. Though I will say, even with the frame rate, like just going dog shit. Like I mean, it just <laughs> loses its mind every once in a while. Uh, it was. It's a really fun co-op experience too, because there are times where, like, you know, I'll tell James, like, "Hey, I'm gonna go tackle like these two or three objectives over here on the top of the map. You go do these other two. You know, because we know that, like, oh, you know, my skill set works for this, or I'm already over there, or something like that." Uh, and so that makes it really, really fun because it's something that we can work on as a team without our characters being in the exact same spot. Though there are times where I'm like clear on the other side of the map and James is getting his dick kicked in by a boss and I'm like, oh, I'm coming. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I got the Korok seeds though. Yeah. Yeah, I remember having that, that problem when I played with Ashley, um, the old Hyrule Warriors was like I'm over here actually doing the objectives and we're like losing the game and she's like but I got all this these items it's like but <laughs> we got to we have to do shit come on <laughs> Now I don't stray too far from the objectives but I do like if I see a chest I'm going to go over and grab it kind yeah. of thing like I found a few Korok seeds for us that way just like oh shit what's that and then going over but yeah yeah, yes. I, I, as I play through, I've been more mindful of, like, the items. Because before, it was like, I was just used to running through and hitting a bunch of shit and just getting to each objective. But now I'm like, before I run to the next objective, I do a little look around. Like, is that a secret path? No. Is that a chest over there? Let me see. Is there a Korok over here? Okay. You know? So. Which yeah, is nice. That- the game gives you a little bit of time to do that. It's not like... It, the game tends to, like kind of give you a little bit of anxiety when it starts blasting alerts at you like hey this the captain over here is having a hard time but then it's like but is he though like can <laughs> yeah. i go check I, some shit I out i think he's complaining a little is what i think is yeah here. <laughs> i i think somebody's having a case of the mondays no. um yeah no that was something that also uh i think that has been a big improvement over the last hyrule warriors because there were times in the last hyrule warriors where i was just like i can't get over there I don't know what the hell they want me to do. Yeah. They're, they're like, oh, you got to save these things in the next 15 seconds, and five seconds have already passed. You better get over there. And that's something that I think is a lot less uh, present in this game. It's not – and, I mean, I've been playing at co-op, so take that with a grain of salt. But, yeah, like, it feels like you can actually take time and enjoy what you're doing, not just, oh, shit, I have to do a combo over here now, like, kind of thing. And you can take in the visuals, too. It gives you time to look around actually enjoy yeah. Hyrule before it was destroyed so exactly uh speaking of Hyrule and its inhabitants before it was destroyed I love the dumbass sound effects on the like menu screen just like if you go to get a if you go to get a weapon upgrade just go whoa like yeah. just, <laughs> just the NPC so noises mm-hmm. I do like yeah. the NPC noises oh, they, they're, they're true to Zelda yeah exactly yeah. yeah though there's this one I, can't, I think it's a I think it's Azora that just like, like it's this weird ass noise. And oh, I'm yeah. like, y'all, you need a drink of water? Like, y'all okay? It's. Yeah, I think I, I, think I know which one you're of, talking about. Yeah, the one that's just like, 
he does like not... a, a loud a long one too he's like Hurr! and you're like yeah yeah that's exactly like, it okay uh, you yeah. excited that i'm shopping at your store dude like calm you down i think think he just he had the big o as i walked into his store like jesus or like he stubbed his toe and he's trying to play it off just oh you doing how are you doing (laughs) (laughs) i'm bleeding i'm okay think i broke it (laughs) toes backwards um but yeah so that's another uh thing that's really cool about this is that in the first hyrule warriors game there wasn't a ton of detail in the menus now I feel like there's a lot more detail as far as like little things you can do to upgrade and stuff like that, but also just you know in the shops and everything like that. It's not just a flat menu screen. It's oh look at this map you can go to. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, because the, the previous Hyrule Warriors were a lot of like clunky boxes with kind of weird systems, and it was just like like I remember the the because I I didn't get the definitive edition on we uh, on switch i had just the wii u one because i was like ah, that's i have that and that's good enough and like the whole system of like having the fairies and upgrading the fairies and doing and feeding them and training them and was like weird and i, I just didn't get with that the side quest system was also weird like i yeah. i think there was a good idea behind it but it just wasn't it didn't work right like the majora's mask one was awful i was yeah. like okay cool um but, like it would after three turns just completely reset if you didn't do something right that was yeah. like cool but definitely like this one is nice because it feels more integrated um could could do without the little i mean i know you can skip it but the little cutscene like panning like oh like, oh every after time every you, mission yeah, the, we don't need that yeah i don't know why they had to all right okay i mean is that to emphasize i mean okay I get what they're doing. They're going like, hey, look, we got the assets, and look how beautiful they are that we put into this game. Let's pan over it one more time to remind you. like yeah. Every single time. Every single fucking <laughs> we'll time. We'll never let you forget. Yeah. The only thing I love about those loading screens is when they're like, they're all gliding off of the tower, and I'm, I love that everyone just has one of these fucking sails. They're just like, all right, no, we've got, everyone's got one. Everyone's got one. Everyone has one. It's like having a scarf. He just got one. Who, it's Link, Link made it cool. <laughs> Wasn't it like Mifa who had like she has like a no or no that was um Impa has just like a mm-hmm. cloth that she has both of her feet on. She's just kind of woo. Yeah, it, it is kind of cute to see all the fun little gliders that they have. Mm-hmm. It's like why can't we get those gliders in Breath of the Wild or maybe Breath of the Wild too? Yeah, just Nintendo. wait a second. They'll, they'll get it ready to go. That'll be part of the hydrated pack for Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm taking my time with this game to kind of fill in the void right now. Because it's like, yep. they got us all riled up for Breath of the Wild 2, and now it's yep. just like, we got this filler. So it's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to let this, I'm going to, I'm going to drink this one a little bit slower just to save it. You're going to beat it by Wednesday, and then you're going to be like, I need to do it again. <laughs> I'm going to beat it by Wednesday and be like, I should play Breath of the Wild again. Let me just play through <laughs> Breath of the Wild again. One more time. Yeah. I still got to finish right. my um my master mode. Oh yeah. Anything else with Hyrule Warriors: Age of Clam Cities? Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's a good, good. game. It's got good music. Solid. It's got it's got all great artwork. It looks great. It's cool to see Hyrule the way it was and you know, if you if you liked Breath of the Wild, I feel like you'll like this game. It's, you know, again, it may not be gameplay wise your game but 
you know, it's a, it's definitely got a connection to Breath of the Wild, and if you like Breath of the Wild, give it a go. If you want to wait until it goes on to do, onto like a discount, go ahead. This it's not anything that you have to go out and be like, oh my god, I got to see this. This is, this is lore and crazy. It's right. nothing t- yeah, too yeah. crazy yeah, from yeah. what we already know about Breath of the Wild. So, that would yeah, be what it's I not would a say. bust down a door. Yeah, it's not a bust down a door game, but it is also a very enjoyable game. Yeah. So. And if you're not wanting to commit yet, kind of like me. You can download the free demo on the Nintendo Store. Oh, true. True, true, true. Very true. And play it for an hour and then put it down. Never touch it again. (laughs) (laughs) And after you play the demo, which was nice of them, is you can transfer that demo file to the game if you choose to buy the game. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. I like that. All right. Um, This podcast is on a bunch of different platforms like iTunes and Google. And uh, if you rate us on iTunes or Google or give us a thumbs up on YouTube, uh, that helps our podcast. Don't forget Spotify. And Spotify, whatever. Do they have like ratings on Spotify? I don't even know. I think they like it. You can follow podcasts on Spotify. Well, follow. You you should definitely follow us. Yeah, Uh, and then you should subscribe and give us a thumbs up and five stars. Uh, Do all those, and if it's not applicable on your platform, write that platform and tell them that you would like to give us five stars or a thumbs up or subscribe or follow. Uh, And tell us to your friends Um, if you if you think your friends will like us. Tell us tell us. Yes, yes, and also tell your friends. Very good point. Uh, And you can also contribute financially. We are on Patreon. You can support our podcast directly on patreon.com slash goodgamescast. Our email address is goodgamescast at gmail.com. Send us your favorite Zelda characters because our top five today is our top five Zelda characters uh, I feel like either Jess or Justin should go last on this one. And... <laughs> <laughs> really? We're going to fucking go. Is what you're do, do you want to go first, Leo, or should I go first? Before, um... we do that, before we do that, I just have to say, Leo, I was almost certain you said send us nudes. I did. And I was like, oh, you did? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. He did, yeah, oh, he said, yeah. yeah. I did. I well, did that was a joke from a previous episode. And uh, so I, one of us said send us nudes, and then I immediately regretted it. Yeah. <laughs> We just have an inbox full of nudes at the GGK. You're going to send me nudes now, and you're not going to like it. Yeah, yeah, probably. You know what? Send, I, your, send yeah. your favorite Zelda hentai. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> send, your, send your favorite sexy Ganondorf art. Like, yeah. get, get some hydrating. No, no, no. Don't <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah, actually, so please do that. Do that for my benefit, please. At this point, we'll accept anything anybody sends us. <laughs> um, all right. You going first, Leo, or should I go first? You go first, man. All right. Uh, my okay. So my unwritten rule here was that I didn't have Link or Zelda in my list because uh, they occur in uh, you know almost all of the games. Uh, so uh, my number five, uh, and I tried to also spread it out, have like one pick from every game, right? Uh, my number five, uh, Marin from Link's Awakening. I think Marin is. Uh, the best, like, Link love interest who is not Zelda, you know? Um, my number four, Beetle from mm-hmm. The Wind Waker. Uh, Beetle, just the, I thank you! Uh, very good. Uh, number three, Breath of the Wilds, Hestu. Hestu is his best too, man. Um, yeah, Hestu is best too. Uh, number two, the 40-year-old man who wants to be a fairy boy, uh, Tingle. 
uh, from Majora's Mask. Mm. And uh, my number one from uh, Skyward Sword, Fee, the spirit of the sword. Interesting. That's a fucking lie. My number one is Ganondorf. I was going to say, like, how is Ganon Fee, not on that Fee list? Fee go straight to hell. I fucking hate Fee. I, 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 <laughs> Fee, Fee is, is on anyone's list. Oh, my God. I you were you? I was, I was like... I was like, does James my have a weird, like, fantasy Ganondorf, thing? And I, I sort of bent the rules here because there's usually Ganon or Ganondorf or some, you know, incarnation of Ganon in every Zelda game, most of the Zelda games. But uh, there's really only three Zelda games where actual, like, Ganondorf appears. So that's my rule bending. And I'm going with Ocarina of Time Ganondorf. Oh, the uh, best. Yeah, the best. Oh, yeah. The best the and best. most intimidating yeah. Ganondorf. That's, that's my iconic Ganondorf, really, too. Yeah. Hey, mine will be quick. It's pretty simple. Number five, Navi. Uh, she was super annoying yeah. when I when I played the game, but years later now, it's like I kind of miss her. It's mm. like you never oh. you didn't realize what you had Hi. until it was Listen. gone. Okay, wait, never mind. She's annoying. Now she's annoying again. Okay, Hello. she's dead to me. Uh, new <laughs> number five. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's my number five. Um, number four is also Tingle. Uh, sort of nice. Hell yeah. In, Hell yeah. Uh, all the characters. Um, number three goes to the mask salesman from Majora's Happy Mask. Mask salesman, nice. Uh, dude was just like the craziest bipolar facial expression, creepy character. Like it was awesome. Yeah, he was yeah. Um, child strangling too. It was really, yeah, uh... it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird guy. What a weird yeah. fun character that they made. Um, so I think he would strangle a child. Along the same lines, I think is the phonogram man, or AKA windmill song man. His name um, is Guru Guru. Guru Guru. Yeah, just uh, kind of a creepy dude, and you don't trust him, but he has a kick-ass song. And uh, I, unlike James, kind of had to put Link at the top. Like, you've got a sword, you've got a shield, you're a legend of Hyrule, you've got me. Sold. That's fair. That's fair. You That's got fair. me. Before I even knew what Zelda was, I liked Link. That's, how, much, right. that's how cool that was to me. Are you guys ready to rip into the meat here? Because you know right, here we go, here we go. we're going to go nasty. All right. Um, so a lot of mine, I love a lot of Zelda characters. Like, it's it was a hard, hard pick. So my criteria for picking were characters that, it like, evoked an emotional response from me. Something that made me go, oh, shit. Or, like, a very memorable moment. So for me, my number five is Makar. So Makar, when he played his song with Fado, that was such like just the whimsy of it and the yep the dun 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 yeah Link just like it's fine that this kid's talking to a ghost I don't care yeah my boat talks like it's a weird world exactly exactly this leaf is talking to a ghost and playing the fiddle okay um. But it was such a whimsical moment, and it just really stuck with me for a long time to the point that when I hear that song, like, I still feel that same sort of warmth. So that's why Makar is my number five. Uh, my number four is Melon uh, from Ocarina of Time, specifically adult Melon, whenever you go out into the field. Well, even, you know, young Melon, you can go out to the field and she's out there singing. The first time I encountered that at night, I thought it was just the coolest. Like, it felt like a secret, even though it yeah. wasn't. It's, you could go there. It was so cool to just go out there and hear her modulated singing and for her to just fucking stand there for what felt like forever. Like, night doesn't change while you're in there, but if it did, I'm sure she'd be out there for quite a while. Yeah. Um, 
I thought that was just amazing, and it's something that stuck with me for a long time. Uh, my number three is Anju from Majora's Mask. I had uh, a feeling you were going to have Anju on there. Yeah, Anju is uh, definitely, like, she was a very complicated character. Uh, and just, like, seeing her go through things like, you know, crying over missing cafe, cry, like, just going through the stages of loss and everything, and then, depending on how you played through, she was either waiting with her wedding dress uh, at the end of that third day for Cafe to come, or she was waiting with Cafe to face the next day, and that was just so cool to me. That was one side quest I really worked hard on to make sure that I did right. Uh, I definitely failed several times, but I... <laughs> yeah. It's really easy to fail that side quest. Um, but, especially when you're 12... <laughs> where's the guide where's the guide exactly ah! um but it was so neat to watch that unfold and i hadn't seen anything unfold like that in a game before so she was very very impactful for me also i thought it was really cool that her skirt switched in majora's mask because i'd never really seen that before too like it was just like the weird animation i was like oh cool. out of its Her's time yeah. yeah yeah Exactly. Like, that was the use of the expansion pack right there, was just to get that dress switch. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Half the cartridge. Uh, my number two is Midna. So, Midna was another one that, and I feel like that shouldn't be a surprise for anyone either, because she's kind of like the asshole princess, and that's also me. Um, yeah. <laughs> the asshole princess. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> she... I like that. Uh, yeah, everyone was very immediately accepting of that. Like, oh yeah, the asshole princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She literally killed a dude. Like on, in, like it's like the one Zelda game where like literally a princess just jabs a guy in his chest and kills him and goes like, sure. "Let's I, move I on." Say, and that's what she said. Record, She's literally like, "All right, it's done. Let's go." For the record, Jess is a sweetheart, <laughs> but do not fuck with her. Like, yeah, right? like, yeah she will. Like, she will kill you. The, the landscape. Uh, yeah, no, like, she was just, it was really interesting to watch her character unfold, especially because mm. she started this, like, little impish thing, and when I saw her transform for the first time, like, this was, the internet was a thing, but, like, big spoilers like that didn't exist quite yet for or, me. Or so, yeah, so whenever I saw her, I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah. She's so pretty, she's so awesome. I absolutely loved her. And, like, she was just so ethereal, very different from what we usually see in a Zelda female. So that was a reason that I was really into Midna, the asshole princess. Um, <laughs> then my number one is actually going to be Breath of the Wild Zelda. Uh, Ooh, okay. Interesting. This was a character that... This was the first time I really felt like we saw Zelda as a character, like as a full-fledged character. But what was interesting was the direction they took with her. She wasn't this, like, you know, immediately intelligent, perfect being. She was scared. She didn't know if she could do what she had to do. There was so much of complication to her character. There was all of these, you know, conflicting feelings in her, just, you know, this constant, her beating herself up over the fact that she couldn't awaken her own power was so impactful it was just really it really really drove home how hard it was to do what she was trying to do and i remember i can't remember what trip we were on but james and i were you know both on a trip i had just uh and i had just like started 
he was dead asleep and I stayed up all night finding all of the memories because I wanted to find out what happened to her, what really, you know, what she had gone through and everything. And just seeing her break down over the fact that she failed. I was like, that's fuck. I like, I started crying. I was like, Oh God, that's me too. <laughs> I know how that feels. And the fact that they made her so human just makes that like easily my favorite Zelda of all time. Like she's so very human and so, she's a fucking nerd too. Like that's the best part. It's not like, she's like, Oh, well I can do magic or I'm going to try to do magic, but also I have an iPad. Like, <laughs> okay. That sums up just um, pretty much right there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do magic or also I have an iPad. <laughs> so yeah, like that. So that's my top five. Uh, and to recap, since I kind of went into detail on in every single one of them, I said Makar, Malin, Anju, Midna, Zelda. So. That's a good top five. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right bring Jeff. us home, Ryman. All right. Mine are going to be the fun. Mine were mostly the fun, silly characters that I just loved. The ones that, like, just kind of I always think yeah. about all the time. So my number five yeah. is Robbie from Breath of the Wild. I just yeah. love the – yeah, just love, like, his, like, yeah, fucking we're going to make some tools, motherfucker. Let's go. Like – He's like rocking out, like yeah, jamming, like ooh, you know. And he's like yeah, a researcher. Like you, wouldn't leave, you wouldn't want to leave your daughter alone with him, that kind of thing. Just and like then, oh. I love little goggles he has too that are just like constantly like uh-huh. chameleon, like moving around. It's yeah. So Robbie's my number five. My number four is from Skyward Sword. Su- surprisingly, it is Groose. I just, oh, I loved, I loved how like Bruce started off as like the bully, but then just became this goofy little character that was just trying to be part of Link's adventure. And he was like, he just wanted to be included and in all the dumb, and I just love his dumb little face and his music. And it's just, I love, I love everything about Bruce. It's just something about that. It was cute to see like a bully turn into this little, like I'm helping kind of guy big himbo energy there like just yeah. a lot of himbo energy there yeah uh my number three is not so fun but it's also i mean it's kind of fun is uh ganondorf i had ganondorf Ooh, on my okay. list um there you go there you go really like the ganondorf. i kind of like the twilight princess ganondorf a little bit um mm-hmm. only because he kind of had he like a, his ass back out of spite <laughs> yeah he kind of it kind of gave him they gave him a lot more like character in that one and gave him more of a like don't give a shit attitude like when they tried to execute him and he was like laughing and like ripped a dude's face off and just i just liked that like like super powerful kind of ah, i'm gonna kick your ass kind of ganondorf so um i also like the art style of that that one as well i like the whole like you know he's been in power and they're trying to take him out of power so you can tell he's kind of like he's got like more fancy garb on he's kind of got like a belly on him now because he's been relishing in what he had for some time um but yeah and then my number three is ganondorf all right my number two is technically zelda but it's not quite zelda it's tetra from wind waker i Uh, love tetra because tetra is zelda but not zelda they try to play it off in Wind Waker that she's, oh, look, you're Zelda, but not really. She's a, the descendant, in a way, of, you know, previous generations. But Tetra was always, like, her own thing. She, like, again, like, all the Zeldas were all like, oh, I'm so innocent sometimes. And then, like, all of a sudden you get Tetra, who's just, like, in the end was still in, like, the dress. But, like, I'm going to 
let's like kill this motherfucker, Link. Let's go. She was a pirate, you know, she, and she didn't give a shit, and she was willing to cheat people and rob from people, and it was an incarnation of Zelda that definitely had a little more attitude. And yeah. Sex. Oh, yeah, it was like it yeah. was it was a great. I loved that like attitude they threw on her, and the fact that like for a moment it was like you know when she transforms and you're like and she kind of has that innocence like oh god i didn't know like wow and it was kind of overwhelming for her but then in the end she comes back like total badass like bow and arrow let's let's go kind of comes out strong in the end and now my number one can anyone guess what my number one is Uh, should i look into your background no um my number one is tangle Oh, oh shit. Oh, you gotta have the tingle. I thought you'd pick Link for sure. I really no. thought you'd pick Link. I mean, the, I, I, the same thing with James is like, they're, it's recurring and it gets to a point where like, to be all honest, like, I like a lot of the Link characters, but they just almost... They're all kind of the same. Kind of the same. I mean, yeah. you're playing the character, they don't talk, you know, the whole, like, the whole demeanor. It's, I don't know. It's just like... Not to say I don't like Link. This isn't like I don't like him. It's just like, ah, I like to put the more characters that left uh, a memory on you. And Tingle most definitely did that. Majora's Mask, like, was just, he was just so weird to me. I remember as a kid just seeing that dude and just like, like, what the fuck is wrong with his face? Why is his nose red? Like, why is he in a balloon? Why is he 30 years old and wants to be a fairy? Like, this is the weird, weirdest fucking guy. And like, and then they involved him even more in Wind Waker, and made him almost like cynical in a way. And uh, it's just Tingle. And then like he got it. I don't know if you guys <laughs> ever seen it, but Tingle got his own little game. It's almost um, oh yeah, a Wizard of Oz esque game. It's pretty much like a a puzzle game. Uh, and that makes him even weirder. He's just like this horny little thirty year old dude looking for a wife who thinks he's a fairy, and he's it's just, just Tingle. Oh jeez, Tingle's just. A weird all round thirty year old man who wants to be a fairy. He's me. No. Do you relate? Yeah. He's very Japanese humory. Oh, I feel yeah, like he, he yeah, just yeah, represents yeah, yeah. that like that you know, older gentleman who doesn't want to grow out of what they enjoy the most or something they fantasize about, which in a in a way is me, right? It's like it's all of us really. Is like yeah, you know, yeah, you, you still think about everybody like Yeah. Yeah, you just it reminds kinda... me of the naked guy in Yakuza Zero. Uh, okay. <laughs> More like that. Okay. That's my list. Okay. Alright, you guys want to endorse some stuff? Yeah. Sure. Alright. I've got I've got a triple endorsement for you. Oh, Jesus. Uh, one is something I've endorsed before, but I'm going to endorse it again uh, because it just came back. Uh, the latest season of BattleBots is now airing. Uh, BattleBots is a great show about robots trying to destroy each other. I'm also going to endorse the uh, Hulu reboot of Animaniacs. It is Ooh. good. I heard it was it's, good. Uh, yeah, it's good. It is shockingly just exactly more Animaniacs. Like, they just pick right back up where they left off. Like, it's it's just the same show you remember. Nice. Uh, which is good. For better or for worse, it's exactly the same show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final thing I will endorse is an early Christmas present from my wife. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Star Wars Squadrons, and um, if you have a desk that, like, sits up high, it's really inconvenient to put your flight stick or your throttle up in the desk because you have to lift your arms up like this the whole time. And you're like, oh, my yeah. my shoulders. Like, oh. 
So I am. Let me see if I can. Uh, we're gonna go for a ride here. Uh, I am going to endorse these. Got the arm uh, things. Yeah, these little desk clamps. Yeah. I can't. I can't get the wire down. I don't know if uh, we see them. We see okay. the joystick. But yeah, there's my flight stick, and it's on this little clamp here that's adjustable. So I can adjust the height of the clamp. I can adjust, um, you know, how far back it sits. You know, oh, and now man. I've got it, so I can have my elbows. You can see the arm. I got my elbow on the armrest and my hand on the stick. So it's like oh. nice and ergonomic, and like so I now that. I can. Yeah, I can just play this game all day. These are clamps by a Korean company called Jpeen. <laughs> what? Yeah. Of course weird. your wife would be like, Jpeen, yes, I'm buying from them. <laughs> yeah, no, like I wanted to make sure that he could handle his stick ergonomically. Like that's, you know. <laughs> no. It's, uh, like it's bad enough that they're gonna be making joystick jokes the whole time and playing with your joystick. Now they're also gonna add peen to their name. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, uh, flight stick and throttle uh, desk mounts by J Peen is my final endorsement. All right. Make sure you mount your peens. Um, <laughs> I do. I do like the idea of those clamps though, because I I would play a lot more Elite Dangerous if I could just like sit down and like, lay back. Oh. Well, now it's also great for VR because I can just like lay back into the chair yeah, and then right. have my. Yeah, yeah, Otherwise, yeah. normally I'm like up here and. Yeah. 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 And it probably makes yeah, it a little sick because you're kind of you got a headset on your head leaning back on you and then you're trying to yeah, have sure. your shoulders exactly. up and you're it's like. It's way oh. more comfortable. And I mean, your arms like, aren't just, exhausted. Just for the podcast, once I figured out how to swivel this microphone, I can lay lean back like this. Like, oh, look at you, you lazy ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you got a nice little mount, uh, mic mount there. That's, yeah, that's nice. I gotta get one of those. Oh, that's, I think that's pretty much the same one I got. Yeah, I guess I just didn't. I had it so tight, I had too tight, and uh, I couldn't, I couldn't swivel it. Oh before. yeah, you can, you can, yeah. I just didn't speaking think of, about it. speaking of swiveling hot asses and tights before. <laughs> Segue. Good segue. Don't worry. It's going to get nasty. Uh, I would like to endorse this gift that my husband gave me. So he has a, uh, for for his computer, for Squadrons, he has a hot ass, which is hands-on thruster and stick. Uh, and in doing so, he donated to me a very sentimental thing. It's his old joystick, but I like to call it the cock and ball because it's just, oh you hold it, you know, like that. So I'm going to endorse this old Microsoft cock and ball is what I've got okay. going here. <laughs> okay. um, in all seriousness, I'm actually going to endorse the Grilled Cheese Gallery at St. Augustine. We went on our second St. Augustine trip this year, and it both times we've gone to the Grilled Cheese Gallery, and it has never failed to be one of the best meals we have that weekend. Like it Sounds amazing. Just it's really the good. You know, they yeah. do this variety, like, you know, you think, oh, grilled cheese, kind of hard to fuck that up. But I mean, like, mm. my grilled cheese I ordered had lobster in it Whoa. and ended up being amazing. And James gets this one that has a bunch of different cheeses in it, which, again, actually pretty easy to fuck up. And it's perfect every time. Like, they've really, really figured it out. And it's this little it's place like, in, in the downtown square, and it's very, very good. It's like yeah. gourmet grilled cheese. And yeah. I get it's like a triple cheese blend that has, like, a chipotle mayo that you dip Ooh, it in and it's, yeah. it's delicious grilled cheese is like smash brothers it's like very easy to pick up but when you can truly master the art of grilled cheese you're on another level yeah it, yeah no and 
they're very reasonably priced too. Like I don't think they know they're as good as they are yet. So I hope they don't listen to this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, San Diego uh, nice. It's got a little, little fun little places that you can. You always discover somewhere new when you go there. So. I'd like to go back. I haven't been since I was a kid, really. Yeah, I'd yeah. make a trip. We've gone, there. we've gone twice now. I guess this is kind of turning into a, a just general endorsement for St. Augustine too. Like it's been, it's not got a lot. Like it is a touristy place, but there's not a ton of tourist traffic. Like there's people there still, so, uh, but it's not. Like as far as places to visit during COVID, it was actually it's actually been very easy to get around there to find places to eat to find, you know, you I never felt, I think there was one time on our first trip where I was like, okay, this is a little packed, but beyond that, like everything is spaced out well. Everyone there is really working on the like they're working to make sure that you feel safe. Uh, like we never had a table that was right up next to anybody or something like that. So, yeah, highly recommend going to St. Augustine, too, because it's that's such a wife endorsement. Like, oh, go to St. Augustine. <laughs> it was a great vacation. I like the You'll vacation. Love it. I like the vacation. I but spend also the... my husband's money. I did. <laughs> no, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> but listen, really, though, the food there fucks. Like, it's not playing around. So, Grilled Cheese Gallery, absolutely. St. Augustine, absolutely. And just yeah. find other shit. Go to the Nightmare Wax Museum. That shit is a nightmare. It's worth all ten of your dollars because you're not going to sleep for the next three days. It's going to be great, anyway. Hmm. Okay, I'm not sure that I would voluntarily give up my sleep for three days, but interesting. you would for these. These are pretty fucking nightmarish wax figures. They're like they're nasty. So. Hmm. Um. Okay. Well, I'll go next. I have been preparing my mind and my body for. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 um, due to be released uh, in roughly three days uh, at the time of this recording. Yeah, cross our fingers. uh, (laughs) No more delays. Um, (laughs) Ten minutes before uh, we're delaying it. (laughs) Jesus. Um, Part of, I mean, I've been been doing a lot of research on Cyberpunk 2020, the RPG the game was based off of. Everything we know about the game, um, just Cyberpunk genre in general, like something i've not really delved into too much like i've always kind of liked the cyberpunk genre but like didn't really dive into it too much so i decided to watch the original blade runner with harrison ford um which i hadn't actually ever sat through the entire thing i've seen bits and pieces um followed by blade runner 2049 the sequel with ryan gosling and also featuring harrison ford those movies are fantastic um, I tried I, can, watching the first Blade Runner. I, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. I can't believe I, I'm a little surprised that you like those movies because they I are am too. They're, they're so slow so and like slow. So See, slow. I like that. I, I like that artistic to like, slow. I tried to like uh, me the too. first Blade I, Runner. I love that, but that's not for everyone. Right, and I, I, I hate think it. I had to be in the right state of mind. Taryn hated it too. We I like tried... the first one. Not the second one. Well, we tried watching the original one back like a couple years ago when the sequel came out. Um, so this is a sequel that was 35 years, you know, after the original and like, you know, we were, we were like, okay, well we can't just go watch the sequel. We got to go watch the original. I, I rented it again, like on Amazon prime and it showed the same exact spot where we stopped it. I think we both fell asleep and we're like halfway through the movie and then we never, just never really watched it. This time I sat through middle of the day. So I was awake and really just like appreciated like every single scene, try to understand what the movie was and, it's a fantastic story that so many people will not hear because of the style of the movie. I think, yeah. like, yeah. just 
you know, it's going to lose a lot of people. But if you have a lot of time to kill and want to go into it with an open mind, those movies are seriously, seriously quality story, yes. cinematography, music, and acting. Like I love both of those films very those much. Those might be quick. Like, those have might like in one weekend, I might have just found, uh, let's just call it the Blade Runner series, a new top five favorite movies of all time. Wow. Holy shit. Wow. Nice. Like overnight. Wow. Like, yeah, nice. I mean, they were that, I really enjoyed them that much. Yeah. So that's my endorsement. Check out the Blade I'm Runner. I'm so series. happy you like those movies. That's, yeah. that's good. I love those. Thank you. Backing off of that. Uh, did we all go yet? Am I holding up somebody? Did Justin go? I did uh, not go yet. Justin, okay. Yeah, we don't usually want uh, to go. So. <laughs> well, before I let Justin go, I will say that as a sidebar, I have so many cyberpunk movies I can recommend to you, Leo. I'm like a cyberpunk junkie. You can ask James. He hates yeah. it. So it's... I don't, <laughs> I, might be now. I don't know if there's anything as like high... Jess is not going to give you anything as no, like high class as like the Blade Runner movies. A lot yeah, of these are like... like the de facto. Blade Runner yeah. is like it. Yes. But there's definitely yes. some other ones I've heard of that are like... No, there's some fantastic. 90s cheese that are like really like they get yeah. that meaty, nasty like cyber. Like I think that's closer to what you're going to get with 2077 than <laughs> Jess like, likes the cyber cheese. I like, <laughs> I like cyber junk. Is what I like. Like sure, it, I, cyber I, junk. <laughs> augmented <laughs> penises. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> Probably going to be a thing. Yeah. In, in cyberpunk, absolutely. Apparently, like, yeah. Uh, wasn't that oh, one of the rules in the RPG? Tangentially to that, I would like to play the RPG. Um, so, throwing that out to you guys as well as any listeners. Th- Jess, are, you have a reference book, right, Jess? I have a reference book for the revised edition Cyberpunk. I just Red. found a humble so. bundle that's still good for like eight days that has all of the books. Oh, oh okay. shit! Yeah, but, like all of them for eight dollars. I'm gonna go pick that up. Well, <laughs> Good Games Podcast uh, live streams their playthrough of the Cyberpunk yeah. RPG. Let's do it. All right. Hell yeah. There you all go. right. Okay, Justin. Yay. We're skipping you. Let's go. Um, No, actually, that kind of finally goes into my endorsements. So I kind of have two for like the same thing. Um, One was I started listening to the Blade Runner soundtracks. Fantastic music. Just nice to listen to. Nice just background music. Very ambient. Very kind of, if you like that kind of spacey, long, synthy kind of sound. Like, just like random, like long synth sounds. We get it. You guys are gay for Blade Runner. We get it. You want to suck Harrison Ford's dick. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, who does it? <laughs> Hans Zimmer does it. D- did it just a- justice, though, in 24 and a half. I thought you were going to say that Hans Zimmer doesn't want to suck Harrison Ford's <laughs> That's kind of where I thought he was going to. Oh, no. Like, okay, explain. I like <laughs> um, So, if you want some great Christmas music... You want to listen Blade to Runner. Blade Runner. Um, you want some good Christmas music? I discovered something that like brought me back, gave me kind of like a Christmas vibe, but also took me like back to my childhood. Was the Batman animated series soundtracks? Hell yeah! I love that music, and it just Hell like yeah. just listening to that music just brings me back. And yeah. so I, I started like listening to those as well. Um, makes me want to watch the entire series again. I really want to watch Hell it. Yeah. I just need to just buy it on like DVD or something and just watch it. But watch it. I think it's on Amazon. Don't we have some on Amazon, baby? We do. We've we yeah, because you and I did a partial rewatch of it. Uh, I think it was on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, and then we switched to Freakazoid. I remember that. I like, don't remember how the theme goes. Is it? 
Every time, so that that's yeah. my thing too. Is every time I played any of the Arkham games, every time I had just Batman running around, I go. Just him running around punching people. <laughs> so, yeah, those are my recommendations. If you want to nice. get back into the chat, I just I I want animated series like back again. I just want that series. With the way things are going, like with the animated, with the reboots, actually, everything's getting rebooted. Yeah. Everything's with, getting rebooted. You know, Mark Hamill. Um, I always forget the guy. Bat- Kevin Conroy. Conroy, yes, thank you. Um, just the original act, just those two. Just put them in there, and everybody else can be their own voice, you know. But yeah, well, maybe Harley Quinn can come back too. But yeah, Tara Strong is still working very hard. So yeah, yeah. let's keep her in. <laughs> yeah, um, I like Mark Hamill. Can he can he really do it anymore? Though? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He literally. Yeah. So he there was a video. I think where, so old about now. Mark there's there's a good video, Leo. Up. I don't know if you've seen it, where he read Donald Trump oh. quotes. As the Joker, <laughs> I haven't seen that one. No. And it's it's horrifying. <laughs> but like, how long can he really it, keep that up? I just feel nervous every time I. I see feel like him he can do that Joker more voice. now than he could before. Because so? now he has like old, kind of oldish, raspy voice. It looks so like it almost he, entire, he's like just becoming the Joker. It looks like it takes a lot of energy to do that. Like if you watch him do the voice, it's like I feel nervous for him. Like you're gonna break a hip doing this Joker voice. Like, yeah, I do the voice and it, and it hurts a little bit. Yeah, it looks painful. First off, Leo, don't you ever say a crossword about Mark Hamill again. Mm. Not only he's infinite, he's infinite. He's fine forever. That's true. Nothing That's true. bad will ever happen to Mark Hamill. This is true. But also, I have a feeling that if they say to Mark Hamill, hey, you're going to be the Joker, Mark Hamill will in turn say, hey, you're going to give me a sack of money. Like, that. there's no, you know, like, yeah. like they're not, he, it, sure. it, because people won't accept another animated series without him, I think. Oh, I like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Series without him, but they never went good. So yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, Mark. Mark Hamill just nailed the Joker voice, yeah. and he became uh, yeah. the Joker. He yeah. is the Joker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Tommy Wiseau is the only Joker I like more than. <laughs> 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 uh, Haters the new he- Joker. Oh. All right. Uh, our next show is our last show of the year. Oh, and, and what a show it will be. It's going to be a big one. We're doing our top five games of 2020, and we're talking about Cyberpunk 2077. Hey. Uh, that's that's going to be a big one. I have an idea that just struck me. Just mm-hmm. struck Um, So, uh, no, this won't work. Okay, yeah, so normally, yeah, normally we do our, our episodes every two weeks. Right. I think Cyberpunk coming out like at towards the end of this week leaves us a little bit of a too short of a window to do another two week recording. Uh, yeah, really, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine pushing it back a little bit. Just yeah. push it back a week, and then I was gonna say, and then I'll happen to be in Florida that week. Oh, but what the fuck? I don't know how open you guys are to meeting six feet apart or whatever and getting and together for uh, on each other. I mean, I, I'm taking the risk and seeing family, <laughs> keeping it small as, as small as we can. But, you know, if you guys want to jump in the risky COVID game and mm, get together I, for an in-person impromptu. I might do that. End uh, of let's, the let's, year thing. That's pretty big. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's figure out logistics here. Um, mm. Let's figure this out. 
I'd be down to do that too. I'd be. Uh, yeah. I will say, can I replace my top five video games with my top five cyberpunk films? Because now I'm thinking about it. Like, <laughs> yes. Like what? Video games yeah. What is the, is is top five going to be? Just top five cyberpunk like things? No, oh no, it's going to be top five games of the year. year. It's the end of the year. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So Leo, Justin, and I will give our games of the year, and Jess, if she's on, we'll give her top five cyberpunk films. I'll like crash in near the end of the episode and just be like, "I heard y'all talking about cyberpunk," and then talk for forty-five minutes. <laughs> right. Regardless, just hop on and tell us all about your favorite cyberpunk games yeah. or uh, movies. Mm-hmm. I'll wear my Trinity glasses. It'll be great. Uh, it'll be real silly. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited right. about that episode. It's gonna be fun. That's that's gonna be a big one. Hopefully, we can do something special for that one. Uh, we'll have to figure out if we can meet in person. Maybe we can do something special. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. End of the year episode. Some hot. Cocoa. All right. Our big thanks to special guest, my wife Jess. Thank you for appearing on the show and talking about Zelda. Um, yeah. Uh, tune in next time for our next episode. Um, I think that's it. Anyone have anything else? Yeah, I do. One one thing. I want to say, I'm trying to build a new PC, so can you guys fucking stop? Not you guys in the podcast. I'm talking about people in general. Scalpers. Scalpers. I can't find a CPU. I can't find a GPU. I can't even find a, like, motherboard I want. I'm so sorry. It's driving me. I just, like... did you find your video card, James? Well, Jess Jess found one for me, and... Nicely done, Jess. We, we we I think she tried her best to make sure she wasn't buying from a scalper. Yeah, yeah. I had to do a shitload of research and like just hit refresh constantly on eBay, yeah. and I just found a guy who happened to have like he had a uh, the thirty eighty and the thirty ninety, and yeah. so he was like, I'm just gonna sell whichever one I sell first. I'm keeping the sure. other was his idea, and so I was like, Well, I'm just gonna buy this now. So I went ahead and bought it, and now James has a thirty eighty, and he can finally use his. And now. I have this hey, yeah, you, setup you have back, nice setup back now. in my yeah, yeah. original setup. So I was going to mention that earlier, yeah. I've got a, exactly. I got a new video card. But it's so. been everything. I mean, like Justin said, it's been yeah. every oh, every yeah. computer part. I was I, I spent about a week looking for a PS5 and like got into this whole community of people. Mm-hmm. They're on Twitter. They're on uh, like YouTube, yeah. like live streaming, trying to yeah. get PS5s every day. I did wind up getting one. So okay. uh, maybe nice. uh, next episode I'll give a little mini review of the PS5 and... We yeah, should. We should. Feels... We should. My thing is just World of Warcraft updated for Shadowlands, and I started mm-hmm. it the other day, and it said, hey, oh. your PC's not compatible to play fucking Ooh. World of Warcraft. And wow. I said, definitely... now I need an upgrade. That's <laughs> how you know when it's time to upgrade. Yeah. World of Warcraft tells you it's time to upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when World of Warcraft's like, hey, you okay, champ? Like, <laughs> yeah, I built it when like it was still, I built this PC. like. Well, you could probably play WoW Classic. Yeah, I ha- I have classic, but it's just that's that was my awakening moment, and so I started looking around and. It's time. It's you people time, are man. just stop, stop. Right. Just, just stop. I just want to build a fucking PC, please. Just stop. Come on, it's twenty twenty. All right, we have enough to worry about. Like, maybe we don't maybe need I'll, scalpers. I'm hoping that like after Christmas, the the buy ups will start calming down and companies will yeah. restock and maybe that'll be. What? Keep an eye on Best Buy. Like, their last launch was a nightmare for the 3080, but they do have a thing now where you, when you click add to cart, you still have to wait. Like, you don't, you know, like, they put you in a queue instead of just taking you straight to cart and letting you, like, check out real quick. So they've added an extra step that looks like it's working for some people. 
we there were a couple of times where James and I had the thing in our cart and it still went away. So I think they're still working, you know, bugs out of it. But it's it, Best Buy seems to be trying at the very least to get through things. Uh, one thing I used was this bot, which I'll send you a link to, Justin. I don't want to endorse a bot on the podcast, but uh, it's very, very useful. And James and I were using it to look for 3080s and stuff until I found the one. Um, James, you might still be using it, right? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm using it, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I'll send you a link to that bot. It's a Discord bot that kind of just gives you an alert as to when things are going on sale on different sites and stuff like that. Okay, I was going to uh, recommend something similar. Oh, I think it's like a website. Yeah, I think it. that's fine to endorse that because all it's doing—it's like in stock alerts. It's just right. alerting yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've heard about okay. a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought about you. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's like going like that's the proper way to do it. You refresh a page, you see if it's in stock, and then you go buy it. Yeah, exactly. This thing yeah. is doing it for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just looking for you across a bunch of different sites. It's, you know, and you're getting it's like Superman three. Mm-hmm. You know, the fractions. Yeah. Of... <laughs> did you did you just make another Office Space joke? <laughs> I made that was my first one of the evening. Someone else did the other one. <laughs> Wait, there was another Office Space joke that I didn't catch. I think earlier, right? Didn't someone say something? Office, oh. yeah. Uh, Jess said someone a case of the Mondays. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Damn, I didn't even. Wow. Over mm-hmm. your head. Mm-hmm. I right. do love Office Space. Sorry, uh, it's another okay. great movie. Another great movie. Oh, Office right. Space 2077. That would be cool. Office Space 2077. <laughs> Cyber Cyberpunk. Office Space. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk Office Space would be sweet. All right. Uh... I think let's wrap this podcast up. Um, we will see you next time on our super extravaganza end of the year episode. Uh, so for the Good Games Podcast, I'm James. I'm Leo. I'm Justin. I'm and that's Jess. Jess. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. I'm just gonna also, end it there. <laughs> to go back and comment. I wanted to let you like get through it because I knew that James would murder me if I made you run on too long. But we talked about Zelda or Tetra being a descendant of Zelda, and like I know that you know the Link Zelda dynamic thing works weird in the Zelda series anyway. But does that imply that Zelda fucked at some point, and then Tetra is like her ancestor, like like she, Zelda is the ancestor of Tetra? So Zelda had to have fucked. Who did she fuck? Link wasn't there, was he? Wasn't Link gone? Yeah, he had left. Ganon came back. She just fell in with some pirates and fucked a pirate? I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Sweet. I mean, Tetra master. did have like tannish skin. Not the typical pale white skin, so... So it was... One of those really dopey looking pirates. Yeah. Yarr. Yeah. Got some of that sweet princess. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck the princess. Oi. <laughs> Her options probably fell down greatly whenever the world flooded. Like, well, yeah. it's you or Goran. So it is weird when you start trying to think of how like how the her- heritage works. You kind of go like, hmm. It, like yeah. you try to think like, did I feel like they that goes with? It's like magic. It's like how Disney would try to explain 
lineage. They had a baby yeah. by simply touching each other <laughs> on the hands. Like, I mean, that also implies that King Rome fucked. Yeah. And also the King Zora. I mean, he's got a daughter. King Zora fucked twice. Point. Well, do they fuck? I feel like they just kind of, <laughs> they probably, the female spoot out the eggs so and like, then he yeah. wanks onto the eggs, right? I mean, that would be what it is. They're fish, right? Still a giant whale man and a giant whale man. They had to, you know, crank his seed onto these eggs. Unless maybe that's the reason he sat on the fountain is so that all his juices would flow through the waters. Mm. Oh, that's why everyone swam through the waterfall. So while you're you're talking to him, he's just just kind of doing his thing right there. Yeah, Yeah. he's like, hold on. (laughs) Why why don't you take a dive in the pool over there? (laughs) Water's great. Some, there's some. It's blessed by royal blood, if you know what I mean. Sorry yeah. if it's a little salty. Oh no. That's why the that's why ocean water is salty because Zora's coming in. Um, that's nasty. That's very nasty. Uh, yeah. All right. You, you knew it was gonna get to this point, James. <laughs> we should have Jess on every week. I know. Zora's well, I saw- coming in. <laughs> so I can be like, so are you implying that these characters fucked? Is that what you're implying? Like, are you, you know? I I knew what would happen. I knew the consequences. He knew what this he, was. He <laughs> married me with some very wild assumptions about me. So he's ready to, yeah. 